0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Had Your Chance, the podcast where we bring on filmmakers, film professionals who have always wanted to see a movie. They've had it on their list, their bucket list of movies, but they've never got around to seeing it. So we invite them on, watch the film, we talk about it. And by the way, hey, I'm David Blythe. I'm Nick Shivarella. And today we have one of the greatest people I've ever met in my entire life. I've ranked them. I have a list. What and number?
1: Wait, which number would you say?
0: It's two. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Who's yeah. number one? Uh, it was Nick. He's now three. Leah is still one. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> and you're number yeah. six, 16, 17. Yeah. Okay. I I I'm, I'm on my own list because yeah. I've met
0: myself <laughs> often. The stringing yeah. shifts, I think, a lot. <laughs> That's true. You'll yeah. be number 43 tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that way we can always have
0: our person on be number two. Yeah. But hey, it's Nate Smith. Well, Hello, everyone. everyone. How are you?
2: Hey, Nate. I'm good. How's it going, guys? It's going great. It's—I it, said this earlier, but it, it's Sunday midday, and it feels like it's eight a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Just groggy. You've
1: got that nice eight a.m. gravel voice for perfect for podcast. <laughs> I, I, try, I shifted <laughs> right down as soon as you we did. We were having <laughs> a whole, and we're going to maybe yeah. cut away to what we were talking about <laughs> earlier about California donuts. And sounds Nate, like very this. high <laughs> pitched. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 We've talked about having you on for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and we. We delayed.
2: We did. I mean, it just i took months and months to months. get this to happen.
1: Your, your fee was a little high, I have to say. That's what the problem was. That was a
2: standard. Right? I'm not sure why it was so difficult. Mm-hmm.
1: We will be paying that for a long time.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. We're going to share, Mike. I think I'm getting paid in one iced coffee. Yeah. Uh,
0: you're a huge, uh, from, from the conversations we've had, you're a huge film buff.
2: Yeah? Uh, I think I, I know a little about a lot of. Movies. Great, and uh, but I was like a film student and yeah. a nerd about it, and yeah. I still am. So I, I definitely am passionate about movies.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about about yourself and what you do and how you relate to the industry. Of sure. Everything. So
2: I'm an actor and writer primarily. Acting is the the way I say it is the it's the primary income. So that's how I <laughs> how I lead with what it is that I do professionally. And I do mostly comedy, which is how we're connected. Mm -hmm, Uh, So I worked in documentary films for a long time in New York after film school and then started performing at the Upright Citizens Brigade and did that for years and years. And during that time, kind of transitioned from working. I was working as like an editor primarily and as associate producer. That was my first thing out of college was almost 10 years of doing that stuff
0: on doc stuff mostly Mm -hmm.
2: all feature docs and then moved into comedy because it was like I was doing it like five or six nights a week on the weekends you know like coaching and teaching and performing and constantly it just was very clear that that's what I wanted to be Mm -hmm. doing and so I made the transition to doing that I miss documentaries sometimes. It's such a different life. It's such it's very academic. You know, a project can take like a year or two or three or yeah. four or five years. I mean, like some people work on docs for like a labor of love for 20 years. You know, yeah. I was just thinking, remember that Ali documentary that came out in the oh, yeah. late 90s? Mm-hmm. I think it was King of the, I can't remember what it was called. King of the King World of the, or
0: King of the Ring? No, uh, um, it came out around the same time as the like, will smith ali thing it, also. it was oh, a few right. years before it it was yeah. like
2: it, it was like a the beginning of like a resurgence of ali yeah. sort of enthusiasm and it was about the rumble in the jungle like yeah. that that fight in central africa anyway i remember that i was just thinking about that documentary because because <laughs> uh leila ali was on top chef recently anyway uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: did she crush it
2: uh she, yeah she was awesome um Eric crushed it. Let me just say, spoiler alert: episode ten, Top wow. Chef season sixteen. Wow, everybody! <laughs> this, Sorry, dude, this dude, all the let me predict this. Gotta, the show. This dude does of spoilers, not win. Yeah, we—that's the qualifier for this show. Yeah, because right? you had your chance. Of spoilers. Great. So on anything
0: you want to talk, about.
2: Eric kicks Top ass Chef. on Top Chef. Mm-hmm, great. Man, mm-hmm. if he does not win the whole thing, he deserves it so much more than anybody else. I don't know if you guys watch Top Chef, but usually somebody is like shoulders above everybody else, mm-hmm. yeah. and if they don't win, it's like there's no justice, right? Or the producers like made a decision that yeah. somebody else deserved to win or something.
1: Which is I mean, why we it's... had you on today to talk about Top Chef.
2: Great! I'm so glad to be here because <laughs> this is an exciting season. Yeah. A
0: lot of our listeners, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we wanted to take a little bit of a break from our normal yeah. movie watching. If you haven't had a chance to watch last night's episode of Top Chef. Screw it. You had your chance. You (laughs) missed out. Yeah. How are you doing with (laughs) your life?
2: (laughs) When this podcast comes out in like six months. Yeah, exactly. People will be like, what? Oh, that was last season. Yeah. Right. Noted murderer Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Nate liked him. (laughs) I can't imagine. He's such a cool guy. Um.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, do, tell us a little bit about We'll have you introduce the movie um, and tell us a little about why you chose this movie and, you know, maybe why it took you so long to get around to it. OK, so uh,
2: I was saying this earlier that I love the concept of the show because I have like a running list of movies that I have always wanted to watch that I yeah. haven't. And they're diverse and all over the place. And this was one that had been on my list forever as a movie that I don't know why I hadn't seen. It ju- yeah. it should have been one, I don't know, it should have just happened mm-hmm. ages ago. And when we first talked about doing the show, I ha- I was like on my computer, talk. like open to yeah. watch.
1: Oh, did you really? I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that.
2: And I was like, oh, it's funny you mention it because I, I happen to be on a tear of movies yeah. that I hadn't seen. And this was one of them. So the movie I picked was Reanimator. Yes. And um, this was
1: the first time that, right, Dave... You and And either of you, I had never even heard of it. You had never heard of it. Mm. Yeah, I had heard of it, and I just, I always in my brain lumped it in with those 80s. I mean, it is an 80s horror slash comedy. It's it's
2: worth being lumped in. It's definitely it is one of those. But for
1: some reason, and like not to just like when it was done, I found it to be so much more enjoyable than Mm -hmm. I think a handful of those movies would have. It's been. It's more special than a lot of those movies.
0: Yeah. What, What? What? I mean, I loved it. What makes it more special? Because I haven't seen a lot of those movies. Okay. Those horror comedies. Right, same.
2: Uh, I don't even know if I would qualify it as a horror comedy. I think it's funny. It's, I, more, it's just a horror movie. Yeah, um, that happens. I mean, I guess it is. It's in the zombie sh- subgenre, okay. which is number one. Why the? Because I've seen so many of those mm-hmm. that I. That's part of the reason I was sort of surprised I ha- or why it was on the list. Yeah. of movies that I hadn't seen. Um, they were zombies, right? Like, they
0: never really called
2: no, the people I, zombies. But, but it, like, so it, we're going to split hairs. Like, it, it, they're technically, like, undead people right. who are being brought back to life. Re-animated, so yeah. within the context of that like what a zombie of concept, is that? yeah, that is, I think, why it they're fits in the zombie. They're still walking dead, tech, yeah.
1: kind of. But, yeah, but it's all done with lab stuff. And right. It's
2: stuff. all science. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. One, uh, why it's like a little different. Number two is uh, the lead actor is so good. Herbert um, West. Herb West. Yeah. yeah. The guy, what's his name? Um, the, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Combs. Or Coombs. I think it's Combs. Think it's he's Combs. just, he's I just, he brings like a unique kind of vibe he's, and severe, severity to it. Yeah. He also yeah, takes awesome. a
1: huge swing with that performance. Like, yeah, he goes, he makes a big, solid, big old choice and it really worked out.
2: <laughs> it really worked. And then Barbara Crampton is in it, who's, like, awesome. She was in a lot of those horror. movies. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she's kind of a notable character of actor from that era. Does that,
0: like, she, like a B-movie star? Is that what, like... Probably. I don't know if I... I would
1: you call her scream queen? I can't
2: speak to that. I don't know. Call her scream queen, please. Sure.
1: Okay. All the horror buffs out there, she's a scream um, queen. We know. <laughs> Nate, put we her know. On wax. But she's super foxy. <laughs> it
2: That's is, funny. like... I don't know. I think it's fun because it's, like, It takes efforts to justify an exploration of a previously explored theme, you know, of like kind of trying to justify how this might happen scientifically. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't go too deep into like, well, by activating the neurons and, the you know, like. With a- X chemical or whatever, yeah, it's they, just they like a serum in, put in your brain, and it brings you back to they life. They
0: say like the back of the spinal thing, but they they put it in different areas. Of <laughs> the neck. Put it, it
2: generally it was in the in the brainstem.
0: We should give a little spoiler about what happens in the movie and right at the end, also. Just like you had your chance, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Herbert West is like a medical student that comes to uh, Muscatonic, Muscatonic something medical University, school, yeah, University, mm-hmm. and he's got the serum to reanimate dead bodies and he's mm-hmm. even as we find out killing people and animals to then test out his serum mm-hmm. and hey he dies in the end but he doesn't actually because he comes back for two sequels but, yeah. yeah right yeah. and what i <laughs>
1: what, what i what it's i like about enough. it because you were talking about you know like yes there's science they didn't really like delve into it but the movie almost just says screw it to their own rules towards the end because, yeah. and which i look that's what oh, i think yeah. makes this movie almost special is because you're like okay a person dies you inject it into the back of their head and they reanimate or (laughs) apparently you could cut off a head and inject it into the heart and then the body just starts to reanimate and then the arms like and then like if you put a lot in the intestines will pop out and like take on their own life and strangle you like so they just like (laughs) but but the movies like knows that it, it can do that we don't need this movie to have rules in fact it shouldn't in fact like that's what I thought the joy of the movie was was like of course it's a preposterous like idea but the fact that they keep piling onto the prepostery is that a word? Um, They heighten their own sort of mind control at some point yeah then like oh his laser tool can just does does the same thing but also he has control and like why is the head lucid you know what I mean? Yeah (laughs) Yeah, they they break their own logic a, a couple of times but
2: it just was fun Absolutely. and it's like a solid horror movie. Yeah. The gore and the horror of it is really well done and yeah. fun mm-hmm. and in that 80s sort of all uh, practical effects way, which we should talk about because that's part of what makes that era of movie so good. Yeah.
0: Totally. Um, just like creative, like they had to just like <clears throat> make it look somewhat plausible well, it was like, it,
2: there was no alternative. That's that's part of the reason right? that those mm-hmm. movies are so fun to watch to me. There was, you know, everything was practical. Yeah. The, all the special effects makeup had to be laid on. Yeah. All the like murders had to happen with actual buckets of blood. There was no CGI. There were, you know, so much of the filmmaking was figuring out how to do it. You know, like we need to make this chest cavity pop open. The intestines have oh, to God. fly out wrap around this guy's neck and strangle him, you know?
1: Um, Did
0: you... Did either of you cover your eyes at all?
1: No,
2: not for this
0: one. The the, the,
1: the most... difficult scene to watch was when she woke up and she
2: was all strapped down yeah that's it's like that scene is apparently like super notorious i think is it's
0: it? been cut out of some versions has it yeah so, with like the, the head just like yeah
2: so for the listener a... big time spoiler there's a severed head that's been reanimated <laughs> the, the body of the dr. man
0: dr hill yeah
2: yeah like the mm-hmm. turn bad guy who, which is also part of the reason the movie is great, because the the initial villain becomes a good guy, basically, yeah, true. yeah. and then the the sort of peripheral character takes the role of mm-hmm. lead villain, yeah. the lead antagonist, and you start rooting for the bat, like who was the bad guy, yeah. which is what's great. It's yeah. awesome, yeah, because it's like you initially like hate, are so disgusted by this guy and his and his willing to do anything tactics, mm-hmm. and then eventually you're like, no, he's the one who actually. It has the greatest understanding yeah. and greatest like control, self-control yeah. of how to progress with this technology, so to speak. Yeah, um, chemical technology, which is just curious to think about in the horror villain like Uvra, like because so much of what makes a horror villain is like misanthropy, yeah. you know, like yeah. just a hatred for humanity kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for him to be like, you realize, like, no, actually, his intention is is to bring, to give people life, which yeah. is what he says at the very beginning of the movie, versus this other guy whose intentions are uh, selfish.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power. He,
2: yeah, power, you know, and, he, and he wants this woman. It's all about, like, right. getting control of this woman. <laughs> so, back to the scene. A disembodied, reanimated head is in the hands of his own dis-separated, uh, dis- whatever, Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Body that's also been reanimated. So he, it's basically separate, like.
0: With two separate injections. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is
2: two. Se- yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is controlling his own body with from his own severed head and has strapped Barbara Crampton down to a medical table, stripped her naked. Well, her father.
1: Right. Oh, right. Strips, Carried her there. Strips right? and stripped. Doesn't his her father? Oh, yeah.
2: Her yeah. father. Oh, yeah. Her father, who's also a reanimated corpse. Dean Halsey. strips her. her naked. Strips her naked. Ties her to the table, mm-hmm. and then he Fondals wakes her bit. up.
0: Fondles her a little bit. Which wait, was it? No,
2: no. That was the dead, that was the dead dead body. Body. his own his own like disembodied body was like grabbing her. The
0: boobs. father did it too when he first strapped her. Oh, god! I didn't crazy. see it that way Because he wasn't in his own mind So he was just like touching. I thought
2: that that was the other body it, it, It's the body Because the head then starts reacting To the sensation of touching her body
0: Oh okay I thought and he was just watching And he was just like being a creepy perv No also I mean like- again
2: It's also part of the reason that like it's It was so fun to yeah. watch I mean it's like deeply disturbing mm-hmm. But it's also like You're seeing the head respond to seeing To touching the body Yeah From As the, as the head lies next to the body. So it's, it was like such a creative way to show that because you never have to shoot the head of the body. Yeah. If the head is off screen, you know that, that it's a headless corpse. Yeah. So all you need to do is see the hands and you're seeing the head in the same shot. Yeah. Which is just a very, it's a very thoughtful.
1: (laughs) Thoughtful. Is (laughs) the right word? Yeah. Correct. To be
2: like, we're seeing the react, like rather than having to cut to the reverse. Yeah. You see it all in one shot. Just, anyway, then the then the body picks up the head and it, it like kind of starts like orally manipulating the body, and it's just about to perform oral sex on the woman oh my God. when her. I was breasts, like, they're not going to the sh- initial villain of the movie shows up to save the fucking day.
1: Yeah, that scene was sh- shocking, and I don't say that lightly. I mean, like, y- there are a few scenes that still shock me, and like, I, yeah. first of all, a scene like that a- in a million years would never happen now. Ever couldn't mm-hmm. happen. That's it. yeah, no. And so, like, there's that part of it where I'm like, oh, like, all the progress of mankind <laughs> since that scene was made is still, like, living in my head. But then, of course, you put yourself in the context of the movie and allow it to shock you the way it's supposed to, which right. is just, like, I think all that together. I think it was going to be rated X, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. When it was supposed to come well, out. Well, I believe what happened, it was released in theaters unrated. It, was, it had an unrated, like, but then when they put it out on video, they had to the video stores wouldn't show unrated movies. Right. So they had to make it an R-rated cut on home video. Oh, wow. So most people who like bought it on video don't know that scene or don't know like a lot of stuff Oh, the it studio. wasn't in there. So then, of course, when the Blu-ray came out back and like when they started figuring out how to put <laughs> cool things back in the movies, um, they, cool things. Yeah, that's real cool. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they reinstated it. And now that's, this, that's the cut that you pretty much watch now when you rent it is like the original, I think. But there was a whole, like, slew of home video release that took out so much gore and, like, so much of what makes that movie fun, you know? But, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, that is, I can't think of a worse way to come out of unconsciousness. Mm -hmm. To all of a sudden wake up, first of all, I'm strapped. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I'm 100% naked. Mm -hmm. I see my father over there. He's a zombie. I start screaming. Then I see another body with a plastic head tied to it, and like she's already freaking. And then she looks over to her left.
2: She knocks the head off. And there's a fucking severed head,
1: yeah, next
0: to her, (laughs) looking
1: at her like he's like fondling her. And like I mean, it's just it's
0: horror at its peak. Like it's so terrifying. Do you think her reaction was enough? Do you think she had a good reaction performance wise to that? I think. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's crazy. She She was literally terrified the entire time. Because the way you're describing this, like, I was wondering if you were going to be like, and she could have been more scared. But it's like, no, she. I think she was was adequately scared. She's ass.
2: Yeah. It just, it didn't need to be as good as it was. No. You know?
3: You're right. It was the movie um, or
2: the scene? The movie. Yeah. Like, the first scene into the credits. Of that movie oh. is like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, I covered my eyes. Like, eye
0: that. <laughs> did you? Yeah, Dr. It's good at, having his eyes pop out of his. It's seat. good
2: and gory, and it's also it just sets the premise of the movie so strongly, and it gives you, it shows that this guy is like overly passionate, and he's motivated by something that's like in him that might. Be crazy, but in any case, it's like, well, that's where we're going in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then when it cuts to credits, the score is so fucking good. Oh
1: my god, it reminds me of an old Hitchcock score. Totally, yeah.
2: very like Vertigo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The credits um, are beautiful too. I don't know are the, the, credits, were the beautiful.
0: credits or whatever, but like if they were new for the re release, but they're so colorful, so it was, beautiful. It was cool. Yeah,
1: I was like so drawn. I wrote that down. I was just like, this music is awesome. That opening scene fucking ruled. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: And then it, and then it's that. It's sort of like it ends up being this kind of like subtle treatise on what do we do with this power. And uh, one guy ultimately is motivated by like unselfish intentions, yeah. aside from like I guess wanting like he does. He the other guy says out loud, "I'm going to be famous."
0: The the, 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 the bad
1: guy,
2: the, yeah. yes.
0: And Herbert West just wants to be a notable scientist. He just wants to perfect the serum, yeah. right?
1: And um, like if you track, I'm trying to track where obviously Herbert West made some terrible decisions. Sure. <laughs> so he had he was I think he was consumed obviously by his by his need to I mean he's very villainous in the first half of the movie. There's no doubt about it. But like I would I would venture to say the worst thing he actually does is beyond the the morality of bringing people back from the dead. The is is murder the guy with the shovel. Um the, who ends up being the main villain yeah but
2: he knows that he's he can't i know yeah
1: it, but that's what i'm saying like there's always kind of like you can almost almost justify he's trying to bring people back from the dead that's mm-hmm. kind of fucked up but he's not like hurting anybody really mm-hmm. you know what i mean it causes people to get hurt but he's but not did he act- hurt gruber did he kill gruber what happened no, in that first gruber
2: scene? gets killed by a body that west reanimates uh, No, no no i'm sorry in the first scene i'm sorry yeah first scene is he we don't know Right. But we assume that Gruber would have been dead, and then he attempted to reanimate him. Because when we first see the doctor, West, he's with a reanimated version of his mentor, Gruber. Right. And he says that I gave him too much, or yeah. whatever the portion
0: was wrong, or whatever. And when, when Barbara Crampton asked, what is her name in the movie? She is uh, Megan. Mm-hmm. Um she asked, "Like, why did you leave Switzerland?" And he's like, I, "There was nothing left to learn, right? Because, because, yeah, he's he, learning." He, I, I thought that he had killed Gruber to reanimate him. Maybe he had, and then I he, see, I don't, I see, I feel
1: like his character hadn't gotten to that point yet. Like that, he was starting to
2: kill people too. Well, he he never does, right? Aside from the guy whose head he cuts off. Which is,
0: Which is an act has, of desperation, like,
1: and he has he's doing it for a different like reason, right? Yeah. But when
0: Kane asks him in the basement, like, "Have you ever tried this on people?" and he like doesn't really answer. He like looks to the side. He's like, uh, and doesn't respond. So right. I, I thought maybe he killed Gruber. I maybe think, I, I mean think it's a possible. Piece of shit, killed Gruber. <laughs> His
1: name is Hans Gruber too. Have we talked about that? Yeah, Hans Gruber. the first guy. Yeah, his, his name, name was Hans, his name yeah. Hans Gruber. I wrote it That's down, so funny. And I was like, Well, what year did Die Hard come out? Like, which it's was like three years later? It was a three are, years later. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys
2: remember? Uh, there was a Monty Python album, and there was a sketch called Are You Embarrassed Easily. And I feel like the character's name in that was Hans
0: Gruber, also. Really? Yeah,
1: it's probably a very common the name, Embarrassment in Institute.
0: Yeah. It's um, the Muhammad of Germany. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's 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 been, the yeah.
2: Nate Smith. Nate Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: just going to say the Nate Smith of America. Um, um, our podcast. We have the third Nate Smith. Um, um, I
2: know a bunch of them. Sometimes I get their man. I know too. But, yeah. and like, Do I, you? Yeah.
0: I know we're
1: jumping around too, but like the, I was leg, like, I remember I was so engaged in this movie. That I was, I had stopped looking at it as an, from an objective standpoint, and I was just like immersed in it. Yeah. And I actually remember being a little like embarrassed that I did not see what was coming coming. There was one part when he goes, "I have a plan." He goes, "I have a plan too," and then all of a sudden, all yeah. at once, all the bodies yeah. sit up in their set, and I was like, "How?" I I remember I was just like, "Whoa!" Like I was so entranced in that. I was yeah. like, I, "It took me by surprise." Of course. That was going to happen. You know, I right? had no
0: idea how. Like that's like what we were saying before. Like the logic behind some of the things in the movie. Like they just like take yeah. liberties. but But like, like there's that- little little things. Like why do they all come up at the same time? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, he, theoretically, you can intellectualize how it happened. Like he had the laser lobotomizing tool. Uh-huh. Right. So he learned he learned that by using it, he could control. Right. And but then it was like he controlled them with his own mind. Like I it guess. was a little. Weird. You could just say but anything, who cares and be
0: like, yeah, of course. Sure. Who cares? Yeah. It just was.
1: He's such a vulnerable villain, though, when you really think about it. He's
0: a head being head held by man. his body. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's just- like in the Ninja you- Turtles, right? Where they had the brain. Crang. 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 Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Same and it does he just dies by the father character squishing his head which like right. this is another piece of logic we can always dive yeah. into well, there also was
2: like a do you have superhuman strength when you're Perhaps. oh i see. Like, yeah. you're right you right? do yeah. that's
1: true i didn't think about that but, okay, they, that but then out. it was
2: like when they first reanimated a body in the morgue they they happen to pick like this jacked dude Who? Yeah. You know like, so I it was like i don't know up. if he's superhuman he prolific actor that Very guy Wait, who is yeah, that yeah.
0: the stunt double for arnold schwarzenegger for like 18 years. Or yeah. Something. Oh, interesting.
2: And so, like you, rec- I recognized them. Yeah. I was like,
0: I've seen this guy and things yeah. for sure. Those pecs?
2: for sure. Sure. Those pecs I've for seen sure. Those pecs before. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but there's there's so many things that happen in the movie that like the continuity is all over the place. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it's also part of like everything we're talking about. The forgiveness is part of 80s horror to me. They're all cheap. You know. Yeah. They're made for. A fraction of the budget of what a horror movie might be made for, you know. Sure. The focus is on the gags and all those practical effects and stuff, which are laborious and hard, but they're, they matter so much more than like whether or not the magazine was in the person's right hand or left right, hand. Yeah. You know, I but mean, I we're care. even nitpicking the logic of the movie, and we don't really care. Don't, don't, don't care. Know? It was fun. And I don't care. Yes, yeah. because the takeaway is like it was good. It was yeah. good horror. It was good scares. It was good gore. Yeah. And it had story plus,
0: right? Which is what I didn't expect there to be. I didn't expect there to be like a logical through line, even though like it was a very like contained Mm -hmm. story. It wasn't like a massive opus, but like I didn't because I don't have a lot of exposure to these types of movies. I think I was like shielded. As a oh, good little yeah. Jewish boy in Canada, to like not watch horror. Films. I
1: was a good little Catholic boy too, and I didn't, yeah, yeah, I
0: not oh, I watched we so many. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> yeah.
1: If you were ten, would you have watched a movie like
2: this? Probably not. Okay. I, it was more like when high school. Um, okay, so just, when I was structuring a brain, there were I just watched a ton of movies growing up that were just on. Movies were on TV a lot more frequently than yeah. they are, or the, maybe they are now. Also, like, like, late f-
0: night, like, whatever was, like, on that's, at
2: two in the morning. That's totally what it was. It yeah. was a lot of, like, um the... Should we pause for... No, sorry. Okay. The, He's in every episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the co-host. It's a lot quieter. He should introduce him. It's the co It's the Ed McMahon. Yeah, He's just it's, there. It's
1: quieter than you would think
2: on the, in the background. So he was just like, how have you guys not seen this? Um <laughs> <laughs> The... uh Oh, so Redhead film. Yeah, tons of like um, PBS had uh, like a, lo- you know, the local affiliate would have its own horror movie mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Those tended to be like 50s horror movies. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Um, Hammer, the Hammer Horror Movies UK, and like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You monster know, monster like, movies yeah. yeah from the from the 50s which were fun but they they were never like really my cup of tea yeah mm. and then uh, a major one for me was USA up all night did you guys ever watch that or did you I didn't have, have
0: any of these channels in Canada I remember this
2: Yeah, um, so USA up all night was like it was just a new incarnation of the Elvira oh,
1: you know, yeah. hosted mm-hmm. movie
2: show and it was like Gilbert Gottfried and this comedian Rhonda Shear and they would host movies, and it was like Friday night, you know. Same as where, <laughs> Elvira, I think, was like syndicated on other affiliates, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah,
0: I Art, heard of her. She was like a celebrity. Uh, she was, yeah, of that yeah. World.
2: yeah. You, you, yeah, you heard of her? You like don't know who Elvira is? But like
0: they, this like didn't come to Canada oh.
2: in the eighties. <laughs> She's so like such a, she was such a huge deal. She still is.
0: I I yeah. yeah, follow her on Instagram. Um, oh is she
2: actually still Yeah, she's around. She's like a horror staple. She had yeah, her yeah. own. She's movie. probably at like, all the conventions. Just- I mean, she was like a bombshell, like beautiful knockout. Yeah. Anyway, our local affiliate had one that was the same concept called Uncle Ted's Ghoul School. And it was Great. he was a local celebrity <laughs> who uh wore a fez and had a white mustache and he did magic. So he'd be at like county fairs and stuff mm-hmm, and he would mm-hmm. do magic and he was just a great character. And then he hosted this like, you know, schlocky cheap ass like you know, the same room that they use for the local news or whatever. They yeah. put a backdrop up and mm-hmm. it suddenly was like a graveyard, you know. Did
0: you go to any of these tapings? tapings?
2: No, I just would see them on TV. Oh. And then but our neighbor growing up was worked for the affiliate was called W N E P. And he worked for WNEP as, like, a cameraman. And he would show up in sketches as, like, his assistant, like, yes. hunchback assistant. Yeah, yeah.
0: Joy of his life. Best thing he's... <laughs>
2: I mean, I loved it. Like, yeah. I, I was just like, he plays Mordecai on Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Ted's <Gould> school school. Uncle Ted. One other fun, weird trivia, piece of trivia, was that Bill O'Reilly, of The O'Reilly Factor, sure. um, was uh, initially a reporter for... Uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. Oh, really? News. And he wrote like copy for Uncle Ted's school. <laughs> like, it's on his. Really? It's on his wiki. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a weird <laughs> tangential trivia. Anyway, I watched the shit out of those. and I, And in high school, like that was a real common Friday night.
1: When I was in, you know, when I was like 14 and I would have to sneak in to go see like Scream or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that to me was. So I would say Scream was like maybe the first like horror movie that I saw that was like rated R that was like really gr- like gory and yeah. that kind of a thing. And it's a, I,
2: it's a funny one to see first
1: because I didn't know at the time that it was like spoofing.
2: It's a reflection on exactly. every horror movie, exactly, yeah.
1: which I didn't realize. I was like, oh, this is this is a slasher. This is what it is. These are this is a horror movie. So I would sneak, I snuck in, and when I was that young, maybe it was like thir- I don't remember, but I was so terrified by that movie. That I, it, I lost sleep over it. Like, I remember being, like, seriously screwed up after seeing it. I think I was just a little too young. So when I would go to the blockbuster, the blockbuster, um, and I would see these rows of horror movies and reanimator, that kind of a thing. And, it, like, I'd look on the back and I'd see that 80s, like, mm-hmm. kind of like they'd have the pictures of, like, the whatever the special effect was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? On the back yeah. of those jackets. To and, me, I thought that woman, that was there's always like a picture of the woman. Exactly. Yeah. I, it was. I thought that that was uh, like actually supposed to be just like next level horror to the point where it was like it was even way scarier than Scream. Yeah. So I never, if anything you never was, got into if, it. if people were like watching it or I like would come home or if it was on TV, I would just run to the. I could Same. not, couldn't handle. it. I thought Same. it was going to be scared out of my shit. Now, if I had watched Reanimator, I don't think I would have been as scared. As watching Scream because there's no jump out at you scary stuff. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. really what got me. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was silly enough where I think I could have, like, saw through it even at that young age. So I just never gave myself, like, the chance to get it. I don't
0: know if I would have known how chests worked or intestines worked Mm that I would have thought that that could happen. Right. Like, I still covered my eyes a couple times watching this (laughs) two days ago. In my mid thirties, knowing how chests work, I think right. Well, there's, there's no brains in. There's a different <laughs> right. So there's yes. there's a th- there's two different things
2: because there's there's like the fear is one thing, which is we're attracted to for mm, in horror movies, sure. yeah. And then there's the disgust, yeah. And for me, like watching a movie like Reanimator is more about the joy of the disgust. Like it's oh, yeah. sort of like. <laughs>
1: They take pleasure in it yeah all, it's so all the way it's
2: through. so fun yeah to see how they explore this like yeah you know th- th- yeah there's a subgenre in horror of splatter movies or of sure. melt movies mm-hmm. that melt, are like melt movies you call melt movies are like movies where bodies kind of deteriorate like um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, would the
1: fly be like a melt movie
2: uh sort of body deterioration um the big one point of reference is uh, this movie called Street Trash, um, okay. <laughs> or have you ever seen a movie called The Stuff or The Blob? Mm. I've heard of um, The Blob. So The Blob's been like remade a few times, uh, oh, okay. or at least once. Anyway, it just is like the gore is spectacular, or uh, like really, a really good one is, um, uh, it's called, in America it was called Dead Alive, Brain Dead, Peter, yeah. it was an early Peter Jackson Oh yeah, movie. Dead Alive, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just the gore is like so off the charts. Jeez. That it's, like, it's sort of about that. It's about the, like, unique ways to explore the, like, deterioration of mm-hmm. a body, you know? Wow. Um, Which, so, if you
0: haven't, like, lived long enough, you don't know much, you know? Like, as a child. Oh,
2: yeah. If you... I don't, I don't know why. I mean, some people take to this stuff really early. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, I like it okay, and I didn't watch it when I was 10, yeah. you know? But, uh, man, to your point about the the horror section in the VHS store. Yeah. First of all, like th- that experience was so special, mm-hmm. l- reflecting back on like what it was like to go to like a library of movies yeah. and walk around mm-hmm. until you found one that you liked. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you liked it either because you remembered that somebody told you to watch it mm-hmm. or it just came out and you didn't see it in theaters mm-hmm. or you look at the box. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, like used to do a lot of that. Yeah.
2: There was no IMDb to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I liked this Filmmakers, other films, right?
1: Exactly, and
2: they've organized this by filmmaker. No, it's by title. you know, yeah. <laughs> so you just like look at the box a lot of the time, yeah. And if you were, so they've separated things by genre, mm-hmm. and then so you would go to the horror section if you knew you liked horror, mm-hmm. and the boxes were so fucking titillating, really that's, cool. That's why it was so fun yeah. to explore that section. So this like grew to this like unique experience that I just had, which was there's this place in Burbank called the Bearded Ladies Mystic Museum. Do you know what that is? No. (laughs) Go check this place out. It's a great, it's basically like a store that deals in like the macabre and let's put it this way. The last time I was there, I bought like a half a dozen uh, taxidermy beetles and (laughs) uh, a pair of Evil Dead socks and a pair of Friday the 13th socks and like a journal that looks like the Necronomicon. And like, but then they have lots of like books and literature and like, you know, preserved Mm -hmm. human remains and like coffins. It just is a cool sort of macabre uh, store. Yeah. And then they also have an art gallery that changes for like turns over from time to time. That's awesome. And they had an exhibit there that they created called Slashback Video. Mm -hmm. And it was basically just the horror section of a movie store. Oh, wow. That as if as if it was like extracted from 1985, 1988. Mm hmm. So it was just aisles of movies, and they were only horror, and then covered in posters Mm -hmm. from horror movies, floor to ceiling. And then they hired artists to create VHS boxes of contemporary movies that looked like they were. That's cool. It was so fun. Yeah. And then they had uh, other people made VHS boxes for movies that didn't exist. That were just like this would be a fun, clever. (laughs) And then it was so fun and they knew the movies to have. They like, there were so many boxes that were like, this was like this like iconic image in my brain of Mm -hmm. like ghoulies of the little guy puppet coming out of the toilet. Do you remember that cover of that? I do. Like I used to work on a job on, I worked on 30 rock as like a glorified extra. Like we sat around the table Mm -hmm. as like the writers of the show. Mm -hmm. And one of the games we used to play to like kill time was I'm going to draw the cover of a VHS box and not put the title on it. Oh, that's cool. And you have to guess what it is because we all had the same experience of just like wandering through the aisles. Yeah, and I
1: remember like some of those were so it's like Dead Alive is that one. Wasn't that the one with like the mouth and like the dead?
2: You see like head, a, the head
1: of a zombie Inside in of, a of a woman yeah. I just remember these so clearly Because I was mm-hmm. like Well that's a movie I can't ever watch Like it is too scary for me to watch that movie yeah. <laughs> Based off the covers But the covers alone I would walk down I would never want to rent one Also because it was with my parents And they would never lend me yeah. But but like walking down that aisle I did that Because that was I could do that But like And then I would turn it Like the back cover and check I'd be like Shit that's some crazy <laughs> shit At yeah,
2: the back someday. of that cover
0: Yeah one someday day I'll be tough enough to watch this to,
2: Right exactly <laughs> I, you, I, You're right I didn't rent them either Mm-hmm. But well, I always watch them were going, on TV. Usually
1: you went with your parents. And I don't Have know if your way. parents would yeah. let you rent something like Dead Alive. Major
0: League just came out. You got to get
1: Major League. That's the thing. I always went with like, the ones I would yes. rent over and over again were, I had three movies that I rented over and over again. Suburban Commando mm-hmm. with <laughs> Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Three Ninjas, mm-hmm. and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sure. Oh, and Encino Man. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's, I'll bet it's, over and it's over. part of the reason I didn't pick a
2: comedy because i was like we've all Everyone's seen them all seen yeah. yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah um not everybody we us yeah, we yeah, yeah. have seen yeah. them all yeah because when that's the one genre that i'm like i've yeah. i'm a pro in that genre yeah. but like if there I've is one that
0: you haven't seen it's like kind of crazy like I usually
2: mean, it's rare yeah. you know like if
1: if one of them came out and i'll be like uh, yeah, that's, yeah that snuck by me somehow Back to Reanimator. One of the reasons why I think it it did work so well is because I thought the pacing was pitch perfect. Like we could say We could say that like the the continuity was off, or they just like shot the gag, shot the gag, shot the gag. But maybe it's an attribute to the editor, or maybe it was as well as better crafted going in than you would have anticipated. Yeah. Because like the build of that movie started, and it it didn't relent, and it just kept getting more and more and more and more. And then like when I think you can't go further you you have this ridiculous zombie scene at the end of the movie in a hospital and like to your point about like the delight that you, they you take in the gore of this movie case in point is the fact that they go through oh, i love it earlier in the movie they go through the morgue and they're going they're trying to find the person to reanimate the mo- the freshest of bodies oh, yeah. and they're like nope this guy got his head blown off this mm-hmm. guy got um burnt to death like all the people who died that they can't do because it's too fucking gross you get to see all those people at the end of the movie alive yeah, and yeah. like going crazy and like you're like missing half, missing ha- you're like, That's the guy who got his head shot off. Like, you, yeah. and it's just that to me is just so perfect. So and they're all planted. naked. They're yeah. all too. naked. So yeah. many
0: reanimated penises and titties. Oh my in this God.
1: Movie. The first scene when there's, when he's reviving that woman who died, her boobs are just out that like o- overweight, like middle aged oh, yeah. woman. But it's just part of the Viscera. Movie. the visceral. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Of the movie. It was fun. Um, I, the editing I, I wrote about the editing also just like it was like really well done for the amount of like continuity that I'm talking about, but like that's a tough job to mm-hmm. cut these types of movies.
2: Absolutely, it's funny because there there are a lot of these this era of horror movies that I remember, but not because they were like great.
0: This one I th- like. I could I I appreciated sitting down and watching 100%. this as a movie, and not just like oh it's on in the story. background in the yeah. bar. Oh, it's like
1: yeah. oh yeah, yeah, cool. I was in, I was in it the whole time. Yeah. completely grabbed me from the start. They, it's like the most grabbing first scene. But then
0: like yeah, I almost popped on the sequel right away. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see it because yeah. I know he's still alive. And apparently it's, great, it's great. great. Apparently it's like. oh is it? <laughs> there's three. There's yeah. three of them. Right? Yeah, there's like
1: three. three to, of there's the bride is the next one, and then Beyond Reanimator. It's got many stars. He's in all of them.
0: Five stars. Many stars. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well the other thing that's fun about
2: the sequels that I haven't watched, but I know that both of the main characters come back. Yeah. Because now they're a team. Right. Which Love is it. he Love the it.
1: reluctant
2: you know what? A, you it's, know, like, it's it's the Fast um,
1: and Furious um, uh, the b- 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 way of doing it, where like the villain becomes
0: the yeah. partner in the next one. <laughs> but he dies at the end of the first one. Which when I saw that there was he a sequel doesn't die. He,
2: you don't see him die. You, you just don't see him, gets, him. yeah, him sure yeah. yeah. Which is exactly how you set the, himself, it's you know. Exactly how you set the sequel.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's
2: true. you can't see the character sure. die unless you that because then you have to write a reason for the main right. character to come back. For yeah. how he comes back.
1: And what what kept me through between the, the insane moments of this movie, like what 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 part of it I that I think like made it so watchable was the dryness of and I think it was intentional. Like there to me, I found that movie to be very dryly funny. And I don't and I think it I think it was intentional, which makes it better for me, rather than like the horror, like the bat like troll two, where maybe yeah. that was intentional. I don't I don't know. But like those types were like they're so bad it's good. The scenes with, like, just... What's his name? Um, Doctor... The one who becomes the main villain. Dr. The Hill. End. Yeah, Dr. Hill. The first scene that you see with him and, and her... And at the dinner table and it goes well the, the obsession of all that fall under your spell and her face is just like eh. like yeah. there's little things like that which I found hysterical and like oh, ridiculous like who does that in a social situation yeah. right? <laughs> and then just like what's his name Bruce Abbott's character going and being like you came back to life you reanimated somebody it's crazy <laughs> you gotta come see it like why would you go to the dean and like present your case like that and then the dean just is like you're expelled like there's yeah. just so many little like brilliant mo- moments like that that kept me so engaged yeah
0: Cup- the student loan,
1: that's a great move. Your student loan is yeah. cut, and Doctor West is no longer a student. Like all these it's wonderful great. lines, it's
2: great. I mean, they—it's like it's so trope Just enough.
0: Yeah, it's just enough. Exactly. You know, What's the line in the first logic. scene where it's like he's not dead, he's alive? No, he says, "I didn't,
2: I didn't kill him. I gave him life. I yeah. Gave him, yeah, I gave him
1: life." Or yeah, and then Herbert West going, just such a dick immediately to everybody like yeah. immediately just like your, your your science is outdated go fuck yourself like all over the i place. loved it because it felt like
2: well why wouldn't he be if yeah. he's seen
1: <laughs> he's seen some shit he's
2: already played god yeah it's snapping so he, the pencil and yeah. things i loved it
1: ridiculous i love and i suggest you get yourself a pen i was just <laughs> like i mean what a line that was my favorite what line what a it. brilliant line yeah. so
2: great <laughs> And you, especially because he's like doing kind of rudimentary brain surgery, yeah. you know, like on a corpse. Right. And it's sort of like, yeah, they, like, you know that he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've done this. I've gone so far beyond. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Like, um, it's like
1: his first day in class. And he's just like, auto- I can't believe you teach Dribble to these students. Yeah. It's just like, what an arrogant piece of shit. And then just like, Doug, um. Doctor, I can't remember his name. Hill is it Dr. Hill? Hill? Okay. Yeah. When he is doing that scene, when he's peeling the skin off of, first remember of my all, eyes, the horrific. Thing. First of all, that was nuts.
2: But the then sound just, the
0: Foley of that good. I loved Ugh. it. The Go- Foley in general wow. in
2: the movie, even when they're pouring the wine, was like, Ugh. yeah, this gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then, like him going, he would hold the human brain, and then he has like he pontificates about the meaning of life and death on the first day of class. So, like, aren't you just trying to show these kids how to make wh- the incision? Make the incision, and he like holds a brain, and he's so creepy about it's it.
0: Shivering in his head. Yeah, yeah. And super then he gross. Throws it into the bin. Yeah, he's he he super gross. It. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, that's I mean, when you should know that's it. I mean, in a way reflecting retrospectively that it was like, you should know at that point that he like, doesn't have the respect right, for yeah. humanity the exactly. way that
1: the West does, you know, <laughs> which is so strange and like or a little, Kane, such a just, you know, yeah, who
2: Kane's all about. Yeah. He wants to bring people. Yeah. It's, like it's,
1: it's kind of smart. It's sort of like, well sort of woven together. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um Wait, we should talk about the characters side that we would characters. like side characters we'd yeah. like to see another in another film. Mm-hmm. So we do the segment where um, you pick a character that you find most interesting that you would love to see a movie around this character mm-hmm. that that maybe didn't get their own major story. Anything mm-hmm. that stood out, any character in this movie that stood out to you that you would like to have seen more of. I mean, there's only there's only like five characters. In it could be anybody. You know? It could be any small character, ac- small extra, one of uh, the
2: bodies. Any yeah. well, we, I mean, you got to give some credit to. To the uh, security guard, Mace. That that's was my. Yeah. That's
0: my guy. Everybody, we that's all have the same guy. one. I am,
2: yeah, I just love his one little moment. Is he's like very openly reading a porno magazine, boudoir, boudoir yeah. magazine, <laughs> and he's like, and then he's like, break time, break time
1: <laughs> meaning I'm gonna go jack off in the <laughs> bathroom. So so weird. A smile on that man's face. Yeah. Always smoking a cigar. Every chomping on it,
0: chomping he's on not, it. It was the same smoking it, yeah, same
1: cigar butt. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're right.
0: Didn't. Was so wrapped with boudoir that he did not notice a headless headless body with a plastic head that dropped an ear walk down the hallway. Yeah, exactly.
1: Dr. Hill, is that you? Yes! And
0: like, that was enough
2: for him. Speaking from the bag.
0: The head is speaking from inside.
2: All he needs. And he had the head, by the way, had a hard time breathing in the bag. Yeah. And they opened it up. He's like, that's better.
1: Right. I like,
2: and needed yeah, another you need
1: oxygen. It needed oxygen, oxygen your- injection and, and blood. And blood and which blood. I was like, of course it needs more blood. Cool yeah.
0: blood bag, by the way. You just paw, they always have in. like four spouts like it's a cow udder?
1: Sure, I don't
2: know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's really cool. I liked it. But um, I with the, good, very small Yeah, I, I, loved <laughs>
1: I loved the I loved the small talk that the security guard has with Kane. what's Bruce Abbott's character's name?
0: Kane. Uh, Kane. Yeah, yeah. Kane. Yeah,
1: just like the first time you seem like I got another one. They shouldn't be locks on these doors. Like you're like mm-hmm. no one wants to get no one you know. And you're just like these yeah. are dead bodies. Like these people meatball literally died. Sub, yeah, yeah. <laughs> meatball yeah. sub. These people died minutes ago, and he's just so casual about everything. But then just like his final scene, you see him is literally comes back from jerking off peeks his head in to see this insane scene playing yeah. out where there's dead bodies and heads blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of like, they give the shot of him just slowly turning and just
0: strotting yeah. down the
2: yeah. hallway. Hell yeah, Got yeah really, it might as well have been hell
1: now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this
2: shit. Yeah, it's it, like honestly. one of
0: those. But like, what a great spin-off movie that would be. It's like, does he go back to work at the hospital the well, next that, day? Or well, does he apply for a new job? It is
2: funny to think about because he, when he peaces out... Later, they the the other characters go upstairs to in the and same the, hospital. The hospital is fully functioning. It was like, a floor open. No there's one. dozens of employees. Lots of problems are going
1: to happen after those credits roll. Yeah,
2: there's <laughs> still like
1: multiple lots of dead bodies, d- zombies. There's, there's blood everywhere. I mean, <laughs> 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 do you imagine walking downstairs? All the, all head, the head well, of the Well, we hospital. lost her. Let's bring her down to the morgue. Yeah. You're like, nah, yeah, you know what?
2: Not right now <laughs> uh, It's fine uh,
1: Another
0: hospital about yeah. 20 miles that way that's
1: a Matter of fact, way. let's just let's just close off the whole bottom floor <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to infest the entire hospital and kill all those people I mean, yeah. there's a,
0: that's going to be bad the It movie- was happening like a floor away They weren't aware of any of this stuff going on
2: And also, the other funny thing is that he did have a gun And he just was like, peace Like, this
1: oh, is security fucked up Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, right. I, I am I, not helping Not a good security guard uh, No I would call him very bad at his job.
2: He's <laughs> also feeling
0: maybe a little sleepy from where he just came from.
2: That's true. Do you guys watch movies ever and think about how you could write better dialogue for the characters? Because sometimes I see that, I see that character and I'm like, why not give him uh, a game, so to speak? Like, sure. Let that character have some, I mean, he, I guess they gave him one, which is that he always wants to get out of there. And yeah. Yeah, go jerk off. <laughs> yeah, to go jerk off. But Break-time. he also, he also could have just been like.
1: <laughs> That's the name of his movie, by the way.
2: Breakdown. Yeah. Oh, the spinoff? <laughs> yeah, the spinoff It's a movie about breakdancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's like, "Listen, you kids got something." And he goes and invests in the in the yeah. rec center and uh, the band of like uh, unlikely heroes yeah. from the inner city take on the private school totally. kids who all have the funding and matching uniforms. But meanwhile, the
0: meanwhile, all zombie moves. Meanwhile, up yeah,
2: constant
1: masturbation. <laughs> and then he's constantly jerking off. <laughs> the route. Where's Coach? Just got Coach back from Wilkins? break time, and then the break yeah. dancing stuff. <laughs> He's gonna find this man a lady.
0: <laughs> I had a presumption that he was married. Did
1: we see a ring? We could probably go back and look. Ugh, I
0: don't need to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the extra shifts. I don't, I don't want to be home. Yeah, that, that's what I mean.
2: Why not give him like a little something? That's just like they didn't need to do that, but that's funny that they did. Yeah, you know, like. Just like, ugh, dude, don't ever get married. Let me tell you, right? We like, man. Do you? It's like almost like you like enjoy being down by the morgue. Yeah. He's like, it's better than being home. I'll tell you that.
0: They much. talk less. Yeah,
2: <laughs> these magazines He's don't talk my ear <laughs> off And then you see his wife show up at the end. How fun would that be? Yeah, she, she's like, I brought you lasagna, and, he, and she's like, Never mind. Turns around and leaves
0: yeah. with all the zombies. You, I, know. It's, you may need to reheat this. <laughs> Uh no I'll, I'll eat it cold thanks yeah <laughs> uh, I'll eat it cold <laughs> I don't want to nuke this thanks
2: microwaves um, in the morgue you know what I'm just gonna
1: eat a cold I'm just gonna eat a cold it's I really want this lasagna though yeah. <laughs> I love it hot
0: there is another character that I do really love in this movie who has two appearances uh, Dr Harrod who is uh, the doctor uh, at the beginning and the end of the movie who. Sort of supervises Dan Kane when he's doing the CPR. Oh, they, uh, sure. Is it in, the
1: redhead woman?
2: Yeah, with yeah.
0: glasses, mm. who in both instances is just ready to call time of to death. Too,
1: too, yeah, too soon in the last the second part. Yeah, yeah. It's it's over. way too soon. She it's over. first of all, she got strangled. She passed very could have just passed out. Like, yeah. and also they bring her up. They don't hook a IV up to her, but you do see. Her, Flatline you just virus. see her, her vitals Yeah, and he probably tries to resuscitate her for. I'm going to go ahead and say seven to ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, "It's over. She's dead." Yeah. It's because she knows. Oh, he's going to overdo it. Right. Yeah. you're too, you're trying to overdo it too much. Like, well, what's the hurt in trying to bring somebody back to life for an extra? Few seconds. I no, thought this she was woman come that back we to that. all
2: know that I've had a relationship with, who's the daughter of the man who owns the
1: hospital. Yeah, let's maybe do <laughs> maybe let's try. for also, more than like
2: seven, to eight seconds. You
1: yeah. don't know what happened to her. I didn't tell you what happened to her. She yeah. could be very easily brought back. Like yeah. she's not. She's, she's just like another. Here we go again. Another. This person's dead. Another. Don't even try it. Like I just see yeah. people like busting in the emergency room and the ambulance, yeah. and they put her on the stretch and goes, "It's it. That person's done <laughs> We're not doing anything." To like exactly.
2: You know why? Her and Mace having an affair. Oh, She's shit. trying to get back to that bathroom. That's right. He's like waiting for her there, uh, cheaping on his big cigar, <laughs> <laughs>
1: while well, she chips on his big cigar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway,
2: um, <laughs> I I want to circle back to the like the horror section, right? Yeah. Because like there is really something. It's not like we tooled around in the drama section, going like, "Ooh, I'd have Africa." In can't like wait blockbuster? To, yeah. Like, and the same reason that horror and sex are bound in this way that we're just drawn to them and, and yeah. taken by them because USA up all night. And those horror, those late night shows would show an equal number of like sex comedies, sure. meatballs and porkies, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. um, as they would horror movies and horror movies themselves always had like nudity. And you're waiting for the scene where you guys see boobs mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. uh, they're always like hottie girls in them. There is even a trope of the, girl who survives the final girl is very much part of like the genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The titillation of it. I mean, that's why, right. That's why we go to that aisle. Cause we're like, show me gore and show me boobs. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess that's it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm answering my own question, but it's like, it feels more profound. It feels like there's a reason we're drawn. That's like something about our distaste for people, mm-hmm. you know, or for, our relationships to others or to our parents Mm -hmm. and like how little we give a shit, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, those are super taboo ideas and like, it's just being able to rent a movie like that. Is such a huge accomplishment As a There's kid There's something oh cool God. about it
2: Yeah
1: Right Like the kids It's like
2: actually, getting the beer cool, Yes The cool kids It's cause it's transgressive
1: Yeah I used to do the thing Where I would put a movie Inside of another movie Same. Totally Thing And told my parents like Ah oh, this one is good Yeah Yeah mm-hmm. little, little prince or whatever <laughs> And it was like Some little horrible little movie prince. And like They usually would check But sometimes I knew the guy Who wouldn't check Who was at the movies Cause they would Like when you brought it to check it out Yeah The guy I knew the ones who didn't open up And double check So like I would Come home and be like, oh my God, I freaking got away with this. And I'd tell my friends, I'm yeah. like, we're bringing this shit over. We're watching this movie. Yeah. That's it. You'd watch them at sleepovers. Yeah, I guess, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You bring them, you, And if you show up with like a rated R movie at a sleepover that you have somehow been able to sneak in, like a new one, you are the king of the sleepover. Yeah. God, those were the days. Yeah. My friend John Long used to,
2: he had H, he was like one of my few friends at HBO. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, would yeah. tape movies off HBO Brilliant. and then bring them over. And yeah, same thing. It was just like the fun of it was the, breaking the rules a little bit. Getting away with it. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's why I stayed up because that's you would get. Good ones. You'd get the best ones
1: after 10 PM.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I
0: worked in a video store for one day when I was a kid. It was like my first job. What happened? There's Nickelodeon video store in Montreal. And I was like training and I was like probably 15 years old. um, I think. And they, after like a first hour, they're like, okay, now go downstairs. And like, man that section and it was just the porn right room and it was really weird because like people just come down and like ask where things were and i was like what is happening how old were you i was like probably 15 16 they made you go to the porn
1: section yeah they're like now you
0: man the desk downstairs and like restock stuff and i was like i'm putting things back that if i put a uv light on would be Filthy. I, I
2: can't know. believe you so you left voluntarily because you're like, I, I don't like this. No,
0: I like I never got called back. Oh. Which is even crazier. That's super weird. I did what you asked me to do. <laughs> and then I was Shame like Shame on you, David.
2: <laughs> yeah. Shame on you. Well maybe just. they maybe they just wanted you to show up. They expected
1: you to show up. you were hired.
2: And then you know, never showed I, up. It felt now, like that free asshole. labor
0: for the day. Like yeah. I was like a, a scab or something. Yeah, because I, I know
1: Blockbuster didn't have those rooms, but like the did. Hollywood video, like some of the other yeah, ones
2: did. And when you're a kid, you're like,
0: what the hell
1: are behind those doors? Yeah, that's. I mean, if I had access to that
2: section as a 15 year old, yeah, I mean, had been been
0: I, yeah, if I still a lot had that of wasted job, time. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool friends too. A lot too. of a lot of break time. time.
1: A lot of break time. <laughs> hey, can I go on break? You just had break. I need to go on another fucking break. Yeah. Um, so I think it's time to go over to our resident film expert, Rail. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the best time to do it. Yeah. You want to you want to tell us a little bit about? I know we said we we've told you about her before, but
0: um, yeah, but so much just happened. So much has in changed. Her career it Be- gotten better in the event. last few weeks. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, Leah Rudick, yeah, we're so blessed, privileged, blessed to have her as like an ally of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything we have that we've garnered from this podcast uh, is because of her. Yeah, um, yeah. she's the uh, president of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, president of the Academy as well. President of the Academy, she's the one who saved the day on the whole like. It was not her idea to cut out certain award presentations. Correct. From the broadcast. It was not it was hers. her idea to save it, and to, she was the only it. one. It was a twenty four to one vote, and she was the one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, she's uh, she's won two Oscars, both for uh, both both of them were for Best Picture in the same year. So she
1: actually is the only person to ever win Best Picture twice in the same year for two different movies. I don't know yeah. how
2: you guys got. Her, yes, it's amazing. Well, we met
1: her in your, in your, I wish, yeah, there's always this like glowing orb surrounding her, it's very strange, yeah. And she's currently in our, I believe it's Antarctica now, yeah, for the like, I think the eighth year of filming for her masterpiece, yeah, which is, I believe, called. Uh, Antarctica, <laughs> Antarctica and the Nightingale. Yeah. She, the she, existentialism she, of the Nightingale in Antarctica, I think is what it's called. It's
0: going to be beautiful. I think she has another three or four years left of filming, but it's. But
1: it's it, and it's going to be cut down to a very tight hour and a half. Um, but she really wanted to make sure she got every emotion yeah. perfect.
0: It's the boyhood of Antarctica films. I'm, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to seeing it. Uh, so, Leah, we know that you've seen Reanimator, uh, and I think you've actually done a couple of lectures on it. So we're very excited to hear your take, and let us know if we've missed anything or if we've gotten anything wrong. Leah,
3: take it away. Howdy, y'all. So excited to be here. I am Leah Rudick, your one-stop shop for movie knowledge coming at you with another one (laughs) reanimator i love this film i'm so excited to be talking about it this week i saw reanimator when i was a very young girl maybe too young for the content it's one of those movies that i've just watched again and again throughout the years and it really it never gets old i mean that's why they call it a classic right It's one of those movies where the title gives away the plot, right? It is a film about an animator who gets reincarnated as a different animator. Same soul, different animator, obviously. As we all know, the film stars Shelley Duvall, who plays a up-and-coming animator in the 1930s, and she has a twin sister played by Cher. And in a bout of jealousy, Cher murders Shelly Duvall because she doesn't have the talent and she's been jealous of her for her entire life. Cut to 20 years later, Cher is in her 50s and has been trying to make a life for herself as an animator, has actually stolen all of her sister's drawings and, and work and is passing them off as her own. There is a five-year-old girl, played by um, Dakota Fanning, who comes on the scene as this sort of prodigy animator and is, is animating all of these incredible but also grotesque, films, and no one can believe it, no one has ever seen anything like this, puts out a, a short film, this five-year-old girl, that basically depicts the gruesome murder of Shelley Duvall's character, which nobody ever had cracked the case. So they just, like I said, they just don't make them like this anymore. The coolest thing about this movie is that it's animated. And obviously the characters are voiced, Shelley Duvall and Cher voice the characters, Um, which really I love because it adds another meta layer to this really twisty, fun plot. Um, fun fact about the director, this was actually Wesley Snipes' first film that he made in film school. So it really has, has sort of flown under the radar, but is now getting a little bit of attention for whatever reason. I would highly recommend this film for any film buff out there. Also, anyone who's interested in animation or, you know, reincarnation. I have been Leah Rudick. See you at the movies.
2: I, I don't know what to say. I'm floored. I don't know why we didn't ask her at the top of the episode to just yeah. explain this because movie all the things
1: that, that we didn't get about it. Yeah, yeah. I I can't believe all that stuff that we missed. I, I feel
0: a little ashamed that I like brought up some of that continuity stuff because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. really, truly, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, wh- like, I, I mean, missed some of that. Whatever
2: stuff. Whatever to our entire conversation, we should just just yeah. cut. It
1: down to her.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. quitting the podcast. I'm embarrassed. What a yeah. what a great assessment. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, um, Leah, so much. It makes me love this movie even more, and I'm so grateful that we got to like really examine mm-hmm. a genre, but also like a iconic movie of that genre. And right thus,
1: sure. life, as Leah pointed out. Um, what do you think? Anything else we want
0: to touch on? What's
2: the next movie? What else is on the list?
0: For oh yeah,
2: what else are you guys? The next movie I have, I have like. Uh,
0: What's his name? Jargowski, the Sandra Oh, Jodorowsky? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Santa Sangre and the yeah. Rainbow Thief. And
0: I've never seen a dune. Uh, that guy? Jodorowsky? Dune? Did he make Dune? His or Dune. Wait. Did he
2: wait. make a version of it? I there's like so. seven dunes. We don't there's know. There's also like
0: the about. Russian one where it's about the hills that was in theaters last year. Wait.
1: Literally about a dune. <laughs> just some dunes. The boring dune. <laughs> let's, take a, let's take a look at the list. <laughs> the one about, you know, just the sprawling dunes of... Hodorowski's Dune. Oh, I didn't know he made one. What Dune. kind of point in life do you have to get to to put your name in the title of the movie?
0: Yeah, filmmaker Alejandro Hodorowski discusses how he would have adapted Frank Herbert's. Oh, it's a documentary about how he would Dune. have. Yeah. how he would have made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, there is a there is a new
2: dumber yeah (laughs) oh let me tell you i would have made it that's an idea we did that for reanimator a little bit yeah why didn't they give that character a little bit more to say his movies are on my list to watch where do you Um, where
0: do you assemble this list on like a notes app or on a a film
2: uh it's funny i have two separate lists one is to watch with others and one is to watch alone because there's i know like there's no way not nobody wants to watch reanimator you know except us
0: Make pa- like a part of, of it is
2: like when i do it cuz like yeah. reanimator i knew like nobody's going to want to watch it with me i will do this when i am alone yeah. and i have the nights myself or i'll do it In the middle of the day when I'm like, I'm going to take a 90 minute break, break time, if you will, and watch a movie. (laughs) Um, 90 minutes? Whoa. (laughs) It's part of the reason.
1: It reminds me when I was in high school in the middle of the night. It's not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's with me? Um,
2: Middle of the night. talking about like seven, eight times a day. Um, The part of the reason that I, it's not very film student to me, but I will watch a movie like this on my laptop because it's like, uh, I'm just going to stop everything I'm doing watch this. Yeah. As opposed to like, let me cue this up, take over the living room. Well, please come on, do another episode.
1: Please, hey, all right. You want to
0: do, yep. I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank buddy. you. Well, we'll see you next time. We, do we do this? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he
1: also, also
2: could have just.